Are you like us and concerned about where this world is going right now? The rumors of coming food shortages. And if you have been watching what's going on, you'll know that these shortages are planned. Brothers and sisters in Christ, we are talking about the black horse today, aren't we? Aren't yes, we yes. My name is Misty. And I'm Pastor Glenda. And we are here today to continue our conversation about the four horsemen. And I tell you, the black horse is the one that I've probably been looking forward to the most. Hmm. There is so much going on in the world right now. And there are so many plans of the enemy that are operating and it was the evil intention yes. that's coming forward, that's showing itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's become very obvious that there are people who are planning mass death. Yeah. But we're going to talk today specifically about famine. You want to go ahead and read the scripture? Yes, Revelation 6, 5. And when he had opened the third seal, I heard the third beast say, Come and see. And I beheld, and lo, a black horse. And he had, and he that sat on him had a pair of balances in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts say, A measure of wheat for a penny, and three measures of barley for a penny. And see thou hurt not the oil and the wine. Right. You know, the most versions of the Bible also add the phrase that, you know, that this is a day's wages that they're actually mm-hmm. talking about. Yes. The horses had to be released in a specific order. Yes. First, you had the white horse, the spirit of Antichrist, the spirit of turning the hearts and minds away into perversion and anything that was against the will of God. Right. Then we talked about the red horse, the the coming war. Yes. Now, we've also heard here recently about, again, potentially a nuclear weapon. We don't know what the weapon of the red horse is is going to be necessarily yet for sure, but it is certainly a p- possibility that it could be some form of nuclear weapon. Yes. So then you, now you've got the black horse. Well, let's think about that. What? Why does the red horse, why did the red horse need to ride before the black horse? Well, this whole issue with Russia, you've seen these sanctions that's been put forth. These sanctions hurt us more than they hurt yes. Russia. Yes. If the truth be told. <clears throat> Because what's happening is we're sanctioning and it's raising the price of oil. Right. And yes, that affects us at the pump. Yes. Okay. And yes, it affects our heating bills. Yes. But uh, one thing it absolutely affects is the price of food. Yes. And if food prices were not already insane from COVID. Yes. They are going through the roof now. And inflation has rose again. Yep. But the horseman's release, this horseman will bring in such poverty, Misty, like we've never seen worldwide. You're seeing poverty already, but you're not seeing really anything yet. War, like she has said, just said, will precede this famine and will bring such destruction that it's just going to devastate this world. There are some biblical references to the color black. So let's talk, yeah. about, let's talk about the color black. Famine. It means famine. It symbolizes suffering and death. That's yes. in Lamentations 5.10. But it also, we need to look at what it symbolizes in the modern day. And I believe that it symbolizes oil. 
Hmm. Because we just talked about the fact that oil prices are going to go back, are going back up. It's caused the the food prices to go up. Trickles down. Yeah. Food has to be transported. Mm -hmm. Therefore, the cost, if if the cost to transport goes up, that means the food prices go yes, up. Yes, it does. You know, I, some people are under a delusion that somehow these companies just suck are going to suck up the extra cost. It's like when the minimum wage thing came out and everybody was saying $15 and how great that would be. Well, of course we want people to be paid more, but here's the reality. Companies don't just say, hey, I'll cover that cost. They pass that cost along to the consumer. So when they have an increase in transporting their product around the country, they're going to pass that along to us. Mm -hmm. Okay? So let's talk about the scales. Do you have anything to say about the scales? Well, in the Bible, wheat is measured and not weighed. Balances are used or scales to weigh precious things. But here in this verse, a balance is used for measuring wheat. Hence, not a single grain is missed. Right. And uh, you had we had talked earlier, and you said something about that I thought was really interesting. You brought out a point that the day's wages for the measure of wheat would cover just one person. Well, it's it's saying that someone needs to work a whole day to earn enough food for themselves. For that day. So you don't have one person going out and earning enough for their family. No, no. There's no, not enough for, to, to uh, be able to feed their wife and children. And barley, I told you, is usually a grain what we feed animals with. Mm -hmm. So to feed your family with barley would indicate you're now in a state of poverty. Right. And that's where we're all heading. Yes. Um, the whole purpose, and I'm sure I'm preaching to the choir here, but the whole purpose of the one world government is for the rich to, to be rich and elite and for the rest of us to be poor. Mm -hmm. There would be no middle class. No. And so we're all supposed to be struggling and suffering. I, mean, I don't know about you, but I struggle and suffer right now to pay my grocery bill. Yes. Yes. And now, now they're telling me that my electric bill is getting ready to go up. <clears throat> I told my husband the other uh, yesterday. I said, "Let me tell you, if our what is it supposed to go up, Mom? Forty some sixty-four percent. Sixty-four percent. If my electric bill goes to sixty-four, I can't pay that. I, I'm on a fixed income. I don't know about the rest of y'all, but that's <laughs> that's outside of my budget. <laughs> it's unreal." <laughs> And, I mean, they are trying to drive people into desperation and poverty. Yes. For many reasons. Mm -hmm. And there's this planned from the word go. It was planned when Ukraine was placed in a position to unsettle Russia at the very beginning. And it's now, it was planned when Russia finally took action after being... You poke the bear so many times, eventually the bear is going to bite you. And all these sanctions, it was never to hurt, to do anything to Russia. It was because they're just going to say, well, we'll, we'll take our stuff and sell it, somebody, sell it to China. Yeah. It was always to affect us, to make it so that we can't afford to eat. 
right? Yeah, that's it. To control the population. Yeah, I went back in the Bible, and Proverbs 11, 1 talks about scales, and it says the Lord abhors dishonest scales. Mm. You know, he does not like uneven measurements. We're not supposed to be yoked unevenly, right? Mm -hmm. And the same is true mm -hmm. for these scales. I personally believe, since the person that's holding the scale is the black rider, that these represent dishonest scales. You, When you go into a grocery store and you weigh your produce, you assume that that's an accurate scale. Right. But not every scale is accurate. Some grocers will actually weigh their scales so that they come out a little off and you end up paying more. It's all, all coming together, you know, right down from the white to the red, now to the black. You have seen it all. It is happening. Right. So let's talk about, and this is not a prepper channel, but I've spent the last few years learning about doing reasonable prepping. I'm not one of these crazy people that has a bunker out in my backyard and 20 years worth of food supply. Mm. I don't have the budget for that anyway. But Biden himself came out a few months ago and said that there's going to be a food shortage. All the indications are pointing in that direction. You've also got governments that are trying to control what you can grow as far as your own food. There's been movement to try to say you can only have so many chickens, uh, birds, because they noticed that people started what? Having chickens. Yes. Their own eggs and things like that. Well, so what are eggs right now in the grocery store, Misty? Five dollars a dozen. I know, was told this just the other day. Yep. You know, when that, um, what was it, the bird flu or the, what was the recent one? The bird flu. Yeah, that, that was going around. They were telling people that if you own chickens to kill them all. There is a deliberate purpose there. And I look for further movement to try to control your right to garden, mm -hmm. your right to produce your own food. You know, back in the day, you could produce your own food for your family. You had people knew how to do it. Yes. And anything that you didn't make, you go to your neighbor down the street and trade. Right. That doesn't happen now. Nobody knows how to do that. Nobody is prepared to do it except for people that, you know, for uh, homesteaders. And so they want to make sure that not only are you still on that system of government-provided food, mm -hmm. but that you can't get off of it. Mm -hmm. So what can you do? Well, that's the question, eh? And I want to know. What do you do, Misty? Well, first of all, I believe that we're going to see some shortages in things like grains, specifically rice, wheat, things like that. That goes right along with the black horsemen, but it also goes along with some of the things that we're seeing in the food market. If you're on a budget like me, start with what you can do. Go out and get yourself some rice before the prices uh, the price of rice alone may potentially double in the next few months go get yourself some rice and some beans it's not the most exciting thing to eat but it is a complete protein 
learn how to bag them up in mylar bags. The best thing you can do with any kind of grain is freeze it first. Then, you know, for at least three days in the freezer, take it out, put it in mylar bags with some oxygen absorbers, or go get those food-safe buckets that you can also put oxygen absorbers into that have the gamma lids that are the uh, airtight sealed lids, and start putting yourself away some long-term food storage. The same is true for wheat. Now, the problem with wheat is once it's ground, its shelf life is limited, especially anything brown. Brown rice, for example, also has a much lesser shelf life than white rice because it contains more fat. A whole grain wheat has a shorter lifespan than white flour. Okay? So what you want to do is go get yourself some wheat berries. You can get them on Amazon or other places. Learn There's four different kinds of wheat berries. You use them for different things. If you can't afford a grain, a grain grinder, I can't. And if you have a small family, go out and get a, a coffee grinder and just use that. They're not expensive. You can actually get a couple of them stockpiled. And then grind your wheat as you need it. I mean, you can go out to places that have freeze-dried flour, like Augustine Farms and stuff like that. Certain things that they make, I think, are good quality for their price. But when it comes to flour and things like that, I would not do that because I feel like the quantity that you're getting is just not worth it. Uh, but you have to do what, you, what works for you personally. Right. The main thing is... You have to start learning. Yeah. You have to start learning things that your grandparents knew. Yeah. You need to start <laughs> learning how to can. Yeah. Do do a garden. Yeah. I mean, you know. Go out and get yourself some books. Seeds. Some seeds. Seeds. Heirloom seeds. Get yourself some books. If something ever were to happen to the grid, you want to have books. And we're not talking about, it doesn't even have to be some mass event. It could just be... You're out of out of power for whatever reason for for a month, and there's no available food in the stores. Mm-hmm. Tell you when we went through her uh, hurricane, what was it, Sally? Sally, and we were out of power for a week. Yes, just one week. Within th- within a couple of days, everything that was in the refrigerator was bad. Mm-hmm. Everything that was in the and within three days, everything that was in the um, freezer. Free, freezer went bad. I have like a little generator that we managed to keep our freezer and our refrigerator going. But if you don't have that, all that food's going to be gone. Yeah, you lose it all. So what I'm trying to don't go crazy. Don't go out there and blow every. You know, if you're if you're independently wealthy, you know, good on you. Go out there and buy couple thousand dollars worth of preparatory food but if you're like the rest of us just do a little bit at a time you know sometimes i go when i go to the grocery store i pick up a couple extra things just this past trip i bought two sets of macaroni and cheese they'll craft macaroni and cheese in the five pack so i've got 10 packs of macaroni and cheese i just threw them on my um long-term pantry shelf and there you go don't don't stress about it. Just do what you can. But remember, 
Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. You know, Misty, and that's all well and good, but, you know, we also need to be able to have enough that we can help others. That's true. Yeah. That's true. You know, I believe that at some point we're going to, in this this whole thing, we're going to go back to the days when churches used to help the poor. Yes. Because people are going to have to band together, help one another, and help those who cannot help themselves. Because unfortunately, there is going to be people out there who are not going to listen to this, that's going to be completely unaware they're asleep, and when this happens, they're going to be completely just blown away. They're going to have like three days of food in their house, because that's what the average person has. As soon as they announce that that there's a food shortage... Oh, yeah. People will go insane. They will tear everything off they, them store aisles. For the first thing that will happen is people that have money will go and buy everything up. And then whatever is left will be stole, looted, and everything else. It's, once it's announced, it's too late. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you don't want that's just too much. I don't want to go that far. You never know when something could happen. You could lose your job, and you might need to rely on your food stores. So just, if that's what you got to do, think of it like that. Amen? Yeah. In all of this, we can't forget that the focus of Revelations is to reveal Jesus Christ and he's coming to make right Absolutely. the wrong. Punishing the wicked and restoring justice, peace, and prosperity to a world that is indeed lost its way. Right. That's the book of Revelations and what its purpose is. And I I always tell you, don't be fearful. No. Do not be fearful. That's what the enemy wants you to do. The enemy wants you to panic. That's the entire point. They want you to fall into depression like we talked about last week. Yes. Desperation. It's all going down Know that God has you. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that you can sit around on your bahookie and not do Do anything. Do anything, yeah. But that doesn't also doesn't mean that you have to be afraid out of your mind that it's too late. You're never going to make it because God will make the way. Yes. But you have to be ready to act. He's got to see you doing something. Yeah. Amen. Start out small. Step out in faith and start doing something. If all you can do is buy two extra cans of food. Yes. Then do that. Prepare, prepare. As long as you're starting out and stepping out to do something, he'll meet you. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen. If you're still listening to us all the way to the end of this, God bless you. Comment in the fields and say hello. Yes. And we'll say hello back to you. We'll know that you actually cared enough to listen to this whole thing. Amen. Listen to us two old girls just to rattle on here. Rattle on. Hey, what's, what's the story for next week, Misty? Well, we're going to and finish up the horses. The horsemen. And we're going to finish up. We're going to do the pale horse the or pale. otherwise the correctly called the green horse. Yes. Okay. Ooh. All right. Don't forget that we have a website, IWantToKnowChrist.com. The, the, the link is in the description. Yeah. Uh, you can go there. You can re- ask questions. You can have a prayer request. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can... You can do so through PayPal. It's it's really super easy and quick. You can either set up a recurring or you can do a one-time. Even if it's just a couple of dollars, you know, we appreciate anything. Yes. And it's and anything that does come in is sewn into this ministry 
of getting God's word out. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. All right, guys, we will see you. This was week 34. Next week will be week 35. All right. We we give God all the glory. We give God all the glory. We see you. We'll see you next week. We love you. Be blessed. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.